This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you to the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Each of us have our favorite possessions and people who are extra precious in our lives. But did you know that God also has His favorites? Those who are especially valued in His eyes. In our message, Precious and Important, we're going to talk about who those people are and how much He loves them. Please stay with us. In the journey of life, there are many things that we cherish and value. More importantly, there are people that are very important to us because we share a relationship of love. But did you know that God who created you declares that you are precious and important to him? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, open our hearts to what your Spirit would teach us today. Thank you for the profound truth that we are precious and important to you, valued in your sight and loved unconditionally. In the name of Jesus, help us embrace and believe this truth in a way that welcomes you into our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today's scripture is recorded in Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 7. Now thus says the Lord, your Creator, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I've given Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Seba in your place. Since you are precious in my sight, you are honored, and I love you. I will give other men in your place and other peoples in exchange for your life. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, And to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who's called by my name, whom I've created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. Dear friends in Christ, grace, mercy, and peace are always for you. From God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. What or who is so valuable in your life that you would give your own life away, sacrifice yourself in order to protect those people or to achieve your overriding goal? This passage in Isaiah 43 shows us a profound truth from the heart of the eternal Almighty God. 
That is that each person on the face of the earth is precious and important to God. You are precious and important to God. You're precious and important to God first because you have been created by him, gifted and beautiful for his purposes. Recently, our daughter Heather and her husband Greg Wenzel had a new baby boy born to them, Louis Robert Wenzel. It was fascinating that in the aftermath of the arrival of this little boy, our daughter Heather felt compelled to apologize to the nurse in the delivery room. I just want to say I'm sorry for the things I might have said during the intensity of the pain of labor and delivery, she said. It seems that in the middle of her contractions, she said, I can't do it. Just pull him out. Just pull him out. And on another time, she said, I'm not sure how this baby's coming out, but it's not going to come out this way. We might laugh at what her pain-induced comments would bring, especially you ladies who have had the joy and privilege of giving birth to a child. But the truth is that this little child born to them resonates with the profound truth for the birth of every child. Life is precious and important. God's gift. You are precious and important. The day you arrived, God sang in the heavens because you were born. You have a distinct and important purpose in the overall eternal plan of God. You are gifted for God's purpose. You are unique as the fingerprints on your hands. You are precious and important because God created you and gave you life. But the second point from this passage that is important to lift up is you are precious and important to God because he has redeemed you. If someone were to kidnap your child or your grandchild or a dear friend, what would you give to get her back? What would you be willing to pay? We talk about redeeming a pop bottle or a pop can. That is that the original manufacturer or owner of the pop bottle with its contents now wishes to redeem the pop bottle to get it back. God paid the price, the cost, that you would be brought back to him, that you would be redeemed. Implicit in the word redemption is the cost of you being delivered from that which holds you back from being reconciled. It also means that there's a release from bondage. Also in the word, we understand that it means to be restored to your original intended purpose. God has redeemed us, but at what cost? How precious and important and valuable are you to God? He was willing to give 
his very own son, Jesus. And Jesus, being all-powerful as God, was willing to give up his divine power and authority and privilege to humble himself to come to where we were in order to sacrifice his life that we might be redeemed. So redemption now at the cost of Jesus' life includes that our sins and rebellion are atoned for. He literally buys our freedom to have us back. Wouldn't it be a paradox if someone paid the price for a person who is in prison to go free and the door of the jail cell opened up, but the prisoner chose to still live in the jail cell as if they were imprisoned. God says you are precious and important by the blood of Jesus shed on Calvary's cross. You've been redeemed, but you're free from the power of sin to live a new life, to be restored to your original purpose. The third reason that you are precious and important to God is that he has called you by name and he declares that you belong to him. You are mine, he says. Now the overarching truth of Jesus reconciling the world to himself, the overarching truth of the redemption of God through the cross of Jesus Christ becomes specifically personal to the individual when God comes to us through the Holy Spirit and whispers our name to call us to his love, to call us into a relationship where by faith we share journey of life with God day by day. Now we're not only redeemed, now we are called by God the Father to belong to his family and live the journey of life belonging to God every day. The fourth reason that we are precious and important to God is that he promises that through the turmoil of life, through the challenges of life, when the water feels like it's going to drown us, or the fire of intensity of suffering is most difficult, God says, I'm going to see you through, and I will be with you. It's critical for us to remember this fundamental principle of faith that we are precious and important to God, because the enemy of our soul Satan would wish to tell us the opposite. Satan would want to tell us that we are worthless and that we are of no significance to anyone and that we are beyond love. That's why God reaffirms, you are precious and important to me. I have created you for my purposes and for my glory. I have redeemed you at the cost of my son, Jesus Christ. And I have called you by name into a relationship of love in my family. You belong to me. The fifth reason in this passage that it is clear that all people 
are precious and important to God is that it has this big vision of God gathering us back to himself in love. There are many ways that we can understand the application of this promise. For the people of God that were living in exile after the defeat that they had suffered to the hands of Babylon, now they are in a foreign country living under the control of that foreign nation, wondering if they ever will know what it is to come home again, wondering if they ever can know a relationship with God like they used to have the privilege of knowing. And God says definitively in a promise, I'm going to gather you back to myself from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. All my precious people will be gathered back to myself. But we could also understand this promise of God gathering us to himself as the overarching continual call of God by the Holy Spirit that we would, in the name of Jesus the Savior, believe that our sins are forgiven and come back to God as creator and father. Ultimately, of course, we would believe that God has promised to gather us to our eternal home. Like Jesus said in John 14, don't be troubled. I will come and receive you to myself that where I am you may be also. God wants to bring us back that we would revel in his love and live life in the confidence that we are God's people in this world. In his book, Rebel with a Cause, Franklin Graham tells what it was like growing up as the eldest son of the world's most famous preacher since Jesus. The expectations on Franklin were great, the rules were rigid, and by his own admission, Franklin Graham was a rebel. In fact, every value and virtue that his father Billy Graham and Ruth Graham stood for, including the Christian faith, Franklin, in his youth, rejected and rebelled from. He ran from God and he rebelled totally to the extent that almost every expression of immorality you can think of, Franklin did. No scene in his book is more poignant than the day that Franklin Graham was kicked out of his conservative college in Texas for taking a co-ed off campus for a week and piloting a rented plane and journeying to Florida. Upon his return, he was expelled, and now he has to go home to his parents. Here's what Franklin writes in the book. The drive home from Texas was dreary. Maybe by driving slow, I was prolonging the inevitable. I would have to face my parents. I knew they had to be disappointed in me. I was. They had invested a lot of money in my education, and now I'd messed up. 
I drove through the gate and started up the road to our home, imagining the lecture my parents would give me. So many other times when I'd come home, I could hardly wait to say hello to everyone. But no joy this time. I felt so badly when I finally reached the home. Then I saw Mama standing on the front porch, and I wanted to run and hide in the nearest hole. It was one of the few times I can remember not wanting to look her in the eye. When I walked up to her, my body felt limp. I barely had the nerve to lift my head or extend my arms for a hug. But I didn't need to. Mama wrapped her arms around me, and with a smile she said, Welcome home, Franklin. Hear these words again from Isaiah 43. But now thus says the Lord who created you, who formed you, I have called you by name. Don't be afraid, I have redeemed you. You are mine. You are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. The love of God is a truth that exceeds understanding. Who can fully fathom God's love for rebels? God says that you and I are always precious and important to him so precious that he was willing to give Jesus Christ his son to die, that we might have a way to be reconciled into a relationship with him. So God today, in the name of Jesus, again says to each of you, welcome home. God finds us wherever we are, wherever we wandered, Whatever we've done, however we might have fallen, whatever state of brokenness or struggle or rebellion we're in, and in the love that persists to invite, God offers you grace, the forgiveness of all your mistakes and failures and sins. God offers you mercy. God offers you the joy of embracing the truth in faith that to God you are precious and important. How will you respond? Not to respond is to respond. Wouldn't it be better if today we all said again, Lord Jesus, I gladly receive what I don't deserve. I gladly receive your forgiveness. Thank you for dying on the cross. I gratefully accept your mercy And I ask you to come into my life and make me new. Amen. Let's pray together. Dear Lord God, we thank you for the profound truth that we are precious and important to you as the source of life. Thank you that you have created us for your glory. Thank you that you've redeemed us at the cost of your son Jesus' life. Thank you that you've called us by name to be a part of your family. Thank you that you promise you'll never leave us or forsake us, even in times of adversity. And thank you, Lord, that you will gather us to yourself, that we will never be apart. 
Lord, we are precious and important to you. May that build our self-worth and give us the courage to live by faith, shining for you each day. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hear this benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. You've been worshiping with the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has helped you embrace and believe the profound truth that you are indeed precious and important to the Father, valued in His sight and loved unconditionally in the name of Jesus. As a nonprofit ministry, Christian Crusaders depends on the generous support of you, our listening audience. Your gifts enable us to purchase radio and internet airtime so many may have the opportunity to hear the life-giving gospel of Jesus Christ. Your tax-deductible donation can be given online at christiancrusaders.org or by mailing it to Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. Our toll-free telephone number is 1-888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. If you enjoyed today's message and would like to hear it again, we invite you to look us up on the internet at christiancrusaders.org. We feature many recent messages and podcast information. Please make a note to visit us today. Our website address again is christiancrusaders, all one word, dot O-R-G. We are thankful you chose to worship with us today and pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Reverend Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa, and associate speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 83rd year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.